Shalom. Bring it back. Okay. Hey, good morning, Travis. Hey, how are you? It's so sunny. I know. What, what's the date? December 16th? <laughs> yes. And we're sitting out yep. in your back patio in Morro uh, Bay, and our, it's like 72 degrees. Our, with sunglasses, our sunglasses and t-shirts. and yeah. It's flipping awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Central Coast. This is how we do it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> So we're here to recap. This is number 10 yeah. of our uh, mini-series, Faces Behind the Races. And we're going to do a little recap together yeah. and just sort of see where we've come with this first project of ours. Together. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's been a successful and, uh, gosh, really fun experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's been, been awesome. awesome. Yeah. We've met some amazing people. We've gone to some amazing places. <laughs> yes, we have. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? So our yeah. current model is the miniseries 10-pack, mm -hmm. and then um, we do all of our interviews in person, which I think makes us really unique compared to a lot of, a lot of other pods. You know, we both listen. To, we're like podcast junkies. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, it's so different when we're looking in the eyes of these humans, right? And that's our number one value is human connection. So how could we do it any other way? Right. No, yeah, you just, you can't get it over the phone or over some sort of a, an app or whatever, Zencast. Yeah. It, it, they're great. They're neat, they're neat tools. I'm glad they're there. But mm -hmm. for us, just that, like you said, that human commitment, that face-to-face, -face, yeah. it's, you just can't get that any other way. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. I like it. So number one was me, and that's kind of a little brief blurb on my story. Yeah. Number two, we uh, had Louis Escobar. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which Super I would I would love to get him back when we get into the the next mini series and we talk to him as an athlete because that guy is awesome and crazy. Yeah, we were in his photography studio. Yeah. Um, Louis Escobar is from All We Do Is Run. He's a yep. race director, a professional photographer, an ultra athlete, just a super just stellar human but yeah. just a freaking character yes yeah you know yeah. um what did you glean from that interview with him you know i the thing i, I got from lewis that it, it is kind of an ongoing theme with these people which i don't know if it's just because of the space we're in but he is he's a sincere guy i mean mm -hmm. he there's no facade there's mm -hmm. no there's no you know fake Fluff. lewis yeah it's <laughs> i mean the 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 nice guy that you talk to is legitimately a nice guy it's it's really cool i like it the nice guy who's just a badass oh my god yeah. has an yeah. edge to him which is just a, an edge of of truth and sincerity and just reality yeah you know oh yeah no, absolutely yeah he's a, he's a stand-up guy for sure yeah <laughs> So, so what about you? I mean, I know you know Lewis. You've known him for quite a while mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. on through different events, and he's a photographer for many of your race slow events or yeah. all of your race slow events. Yeah, I know him professionally, and I know him as an athlete. And um, it was fun to get a little bit more backstory on him and the history mm -hmm. of his life and his upbringing and just a greater understanding for how he evolved into being the human he is today, which is really the mission of our storytelling platform is to get people to understand who's behind that face. Yeah. Hence the faces, you know, connection that we keep utilizing in all of our, um, different series. But so that was fun for me and mm. to maybe learn things about him. I didn't otherwise know. And just to get a little bit, um, up close and personal with him yeah. in a different way. Uh, yeah. I'd say that's, not, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and it he's was got cool. some new projects this year, so we'll keep an eye on him. We'll definitely circle back to see what he's doing now that he's involved with Spartan and he's hosting a trail running series and any other things he might have going on besides his own races. Yeah, oh yeah, um, and we need to follow up with him on the Hard Rock. I want to talk to him about how that went. And oh yeah, get that a recap experience. of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I know. I think we I think we interviewed him right before he was going to do that. 
That's a great idea. And I'm going to be at Hard Rock this next year. I'm not racing, but I'm going to be working at Hard Rock okay. this year. So um, I wonder if he'll be there. Maybe that would be a time for me to come circle back and do yeah. a second interview. Yeah, that'd be a great Up idea. on a mountaintop somewhere, right. you know, 12,000 <laughs> feet or some craziness. Right. <laughs> Very After cool. that, we got um, my girlfriend Maria Burton from Primal Quest. Yeah was on the show and uh that was also fun too i actually interviewed her in our hotel room in vancouver when we were coming back from a scouting mission and a work mission related to the primal quest adventure race that mm -hmm. we helped produce mm -hmm. and you were on that media team too yeah it was fun it was a blast i mean a whole new experience for me and british columbia oh my gosh yeah it was awesome i got my first passport <laughs> yes and 10 days of adventure racing yes. you got to meet yeah. talk about meeting amazing humans at that Woo. Oh, wow and yeah. maria's story like that, you know, talk about just really deep, guttural, yeah. human, you know, survival and coming back and reinventing and striving and just continuing to like fight the fight. Yeah. Well, it, with her, there was just, there was never a point in her life where she said, this is good. She's like, okay, this is good. And then what's next? Mm -hmm. You know, oh, this is great. Okay, now what's next? And she just, she constantly has that drive of pushing and, and moving forward, regardless of what that looks like and reinventing too. I, I like that a lot. That was pretty, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then parenting. Yeah. You know, she has so yeah. many different aspects to herself yeah. that being a ex-professional adventure racer, how that's served her in her everyday life mm -hmm. as a businesswoman, as a mother, as a wife, as a community member. Yeah. Um, and, you know, now she actually has a, a job in tourism. I don't know if you know that, but oh, in the no. town she lives in, she's actually doing, uh, she's the director of an organization that is in charge of creating tourism for that area. I had no which idea. Which is a perfect fit. Yeah. No, it really mm -hmm. is. I mean, she is so passionate about what she does. Mm -hmm. So for her to talk about Getting her home. Getting people moving. Yeah, oh, gosh, that's that's ideal. Mm -hmm. yeah, and in the outdoors. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then well, we had Ian Adamson, oh, man. World OCR, yeah. <laughs> uh, another good friend of mine, fantastic character. Oh, man, that dude. Literally, I think his is our longest podcast because we is. could not stop. No. We just, we were in his backyard, like throwing spears and doing all these cool, fun things. But just once we sat down and we like did a deep dive with that guy, it just kept unraveling. Oh. And I... Neither one of us. We were just so entranced yeah, in the yeah. conversation. <laughs> yeah, I totally lost track of time. He he just blew my mind. What he's yeah. done, what yeah. he's been through, just his yeah. total life experiences. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a crazy movie. You know, it's it's, it's definitely a movie, yeah, he, and he's he needs... also so humble. Oh yeah, that it's fun to be listening and and really. It's like reading a book. I felt like I was reading a book, and the chapters just kept going and going and yeah. going. Um, Really beautiful story there. Yeah. And he's just not even halfway through. No. Like he's still charging <laughs> yeah. and doing just awesome, yeah. awesome yeah. things. He's, it, the cool thing about Ian is he's not just reinventing himself in, in just a more defined way, mm. but he's helping the sport evolve. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's giving back. Yeah, he's very unselfish mm -hmm. about his time and his efforts towards, you know, the, the OCR community, which I love. I and mean, that's, you don't see that very often. You know, yeah. a lot of people are very much about like, okay, cool, but what's in it for me? Mm -hmm. And I think Ian is just, he just wants to see the world appreciate this thing the way that he does. Yeah. Which I, yeah. 
He believes in the mission and, you know, it's like a battle and you're going out into the field and, you know, the mission is the mission and he believes in the mission. He's yeah. going to execute the mission. Oh man, he will. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's and it's no... fun because we get to work with him on some <laughs> yeah, of these projects. Exactly. Yeah. And the great thing about Ian is there's no, you know, he talks about all these projects and there's no if, it's just when. When. Yeah. When, when. is that going to happen? When will OCR be part of the Olympics? You know, yeah. when will these things actually come to fruition? Because there, you just, you just get out of his way he's a force yeah yeah no, uh, one word for him that i think just nails it in my experience with knowing him and getting to know him better is visionary oh yeah it's cool just to hang out with visionaries yeah, yeah. i have crazy visions i'm a different <laughs> kind of visionary <laughs> he's a visionary that's cool so then we had doug thurston doug, we went to carmel uh, big sur marathon yeah. we went to their offices and yeah. we got to you know, meet their people. And most importantly, the cat Bentley. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who's the real rock star behind <laughs> right. that organization? Yeah. Yeah. So Doug is freaking awesome. He's also an athlete as well and a triathlete and, and the race director of that massive organization oh, and man. all their events. Yeah. Yeah. I, he is, he is just the, the funny thing about Doug. He's huge. He's just a big presence. Seven like, feet yeah, tall. size, personality. You walk into the room, yeah. it's like, there's Doug. And, yeah. and and in a great way. It's yeah. not like his ego is out of control. He's just no. this really nice mm. stand-up dude who's just this force. You're like, hey, it's Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I know we, we bumped into He's him at the lovable. Oh, he is. Yeah. And we bumped into him at the trail running conference. Oh, uh, that's right. A yeah. couple months later. Yeah, and you slow. just you walk in the room and you just you see Doug mm -hmm. and he's got the, the big smile and he's just radiating all this great energy and mm -hmm. yeah he's a blast he's a lot of fun I also had known him pretty well and did worked on some stuff with him um what I loved probably most about that interview was learning about his dad's influence yeah and his upbringing and then at the end where we like circled around on you know races that would be fun to do if it weren't like you know didn't have to financially make sense or really logically even make sense you know and we talked about doing an animal yes run and he he basically confessed that his biggest joy in runs right now is how many cats and dogs <laughs> does he experience during those runs and yeah. he stops and engages with the pet and has an exchange with these four-legged friends yeah i mean that's just yeah it's brilliant it's just so, so beautiful nice. yeah what do you say it's, it's a four day four dog run or a five dog run or <laughs> how he and that's he how, yeah it. instead of i ran a friggin 7 30 yeah. and i you know all this other stuff yep. that we used to make ourselves crazy about as athletes <laughs> and now we're like how many yeah. cats were there yeah uh, yeah when i do runs and i you know obviously i have these flashbacks into these moments and i recently ran in santa margarita <laughs> around the and there was all these cats and all i could think about was doug and the cats oh that's awesome so i was like i gotta look at the cats i gotta that's make true. eye contact i should probably pet them you know <laughs> well normally you're running trails so if you see yes. a cat you're you want to go the other way right <laughs> there's a big large cat and it wants there's to a eat cat you. <laughs> yeah it's generally a problem <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Chrissy Mill, oh, checking man. out 50K yeah. and Patagonia athlete. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. She's one of my race director sisters. Just, whew. Yeah. Human being extraordinary. It is really cool because she does these events, but I mean, she is just so passionate about the, these Patagonia projects, the film projects that's yeah, going around the film right now. Project. I think we, we caught to... her mid tour yep. when she mm -hmm. was coming through San Luis Obispo. And it's, it's so, it's awesome to see all these individuals, you know, Ian, Doug, Chrissy, especially Chrissy, she's, she has this passion and she's able to turn her, her profession, you know, the trail the race directing and the, and the running profession and turn it into this, this real heartfelt, true, 
um, outreach project that she just, she loves. And you, you watch her talk about it. I know we, you know, the podcast is all audio. We got some photos, but yeah. watching her face yeah. as she was t describing this tour and the great people she got to meet and how she got to, you know, talk about the, the project, the Patagonia project, it, it was unreal. It just, it just melts your heart to watch her talk about it. <laughs> yeah. She had some great stories cause she's traveled around the world. She's mm -hmm. been in a lot of races and just her experience out in the bigger world outside of, you know, she's in Washington outside of her state and outside of the United States even, and just mm -hmm. that bigger impact, that global impact really in terms of trail running, running, ultra running, cause she's an author as well. And, you know, mm -hmm. being able to connect to people um, through her passion point, but really to be a catalyst for change yeah. in other areas. Yeah. with other nationalities and like, you know, all these barriers you think would be there, but then using running. And she really spoke about that, how running was created this connection and camaraderie and relationship that mm -hmm. breaks down all those barriers. Yeah. yeah. And God, I mean, how many things can you say that <laughs> right? about? No. Gosh. And in this like day and time and political climate, like we did all the things we can. Oh yeah to really unite with one another and to find common ground. And if mm -hmm. running can be that platform, which I believe it can, I believe endurance sports yeah. is a platform that has so much power that we haven't even really tapped into yet. She's just a prime example of using running to just oh, make that happen. Yeah. It, it was neat hearing her talk about the business side of it. Like she, mm. she, she kind of dabbled a little bit. It didn't go super deep, but it was really cool to hear her like, you know, these are the struggles and this is how I got where I am. And these yeah. are the processes and being a professional athlete. Woo. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just hard to be a professional human. <laughs> <laughs> you throw athlete on I didn't know we had to. <laughs> I thought right. that's why we were self-employed. <laughs> right. Oh man, I've signed up for the wrong gig. If that was the expectation. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Danelle Belangi. Yeah. yeah. Moab, Utah. So again, I was in Moab with her, yeah. um, worked with her at her Moab trail marathon, got to spend quite a bit of time with her. The interview was actually prior to that when I was there on another trip. Oh yeah. But her story yeah. of survival. Oh my gosh. <laughs> three days in the desert, yeah. you know, falling from a mountain out trail running and being saved by search and rescue and her dog in particular. Yeah. And of course I've met her dog many times right. now and her family and all her kids and everything like that. And then to go back. So we did that interview, which was awesome. And she's very shy and, mm -hmm. Um, very private, but I felt, you know, what a privilege to be in her home and to be able to like capture her story and to talk to her, but then to go back later now that we're much closer and work with her at an event mm. under her as a race director, a whole other level of respect oh, no kidding. and a whole other relationship developed, you know, for us working together as a team to help produce her event. And she's got amazing people around her. But she attracts that. Yeah. And just how she led and the way that she hosted her event. I literally, I know a lot of race directors. I've been to a lot of races. <laughs> I couldn't believe at times her connection to her customers. Oh. Um, whether it be her interface on the internet with customer service and emails and that kind of thing and social media. She doesn't do a lot of social media because mm. she's busy. She's got two kids. and um, But then even at the event literally being there and like greeting all the athletes mm. as they checked in wow. and at the start line and having conversations and, and it just blew my brain. 
you know, because um, that's her value system. And that's why she's doing what she's doing is she believes that those relationships are what it's all about. Sure. And everybody is equally valuable and has a story and needs to be heard and needs to be welcomed. What a fantastic it was cool. way to look at that, that experience, that yeah. life. I mean, how just knowing and going into it, knowing that I'm going to meet all these amazing people yeah. and I really honestly, sincerely want to meet them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, she uh, gives a lot to her community too. I recognize that as we spent time together. I mean, she coaches soccer and she does all these community oriented events and gives back in that way. And yeah. Yeah, what really well-rounded human. <laughs> yeah, well, and it was really neat. Um, I mean, she she's probably told that story. Who yeah. knows how many times? Sure. Mm -hmm. But she, there's still so much just passion and life experience. Having her tell it again. Yeah. You know, I just I, I can't imagine. I can't, first of all, I can imagine going through that. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was that's an intense ordeal. Yeah. Um, but just to hold on to that that energy from the experience and to carry it through life to empower yeah. her to do better things as she goes forward. Mm -hmm. It's easy to forget about that, but no, she carries it along, which is very awesome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Woo, let's stop and catch our breath. I want to tell you a little bit about our presenting sponsor race roster. Honestly, I've tried pretty much every registration platform that's out there. Nobody can touch the level of customer service and genuine business growth partnership available at Race Roster. They take the stress out of running my business and give me back the confidence and marketing tools I need to succeed. Catch a demo at raceroster.com backslash Endurance Town USA. So another trip in Moab, Utah, um, and actually through to Colorado and then to Moab, Utah, I was at the Desert Rat Stage Race yeah. this summer. A couple of my friends and I were doing that with um, Gemini Adventures. The beast. <laughs> so Gemini Reed, five days of running from Colorado to Utah. Uh, it's an awesome race, mm -hmm. Desert Rats, and I do love it. It was the second time that I was there. It was incredibly hot this year, <laughs> and we did have a little bit of carnage out there, um, but Again, Gemini Reed, you know, and Reed in particular doing his work and yeah. what he believes in. I had known him as a race director because I was an athlete at his events. Mm -hmm. I didn't know him as personally as I know some of these other people and where I have layered relationships and whatever that might look like a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so when I got to actually invite him into my home there in Moab, Utah, and sit down in the living room and have a beer after this event, we were friggin' tired. It was hilarious. We all, the pictures, we looked like we're half asleep. But, you know, we drank one beer and we were ready to take a nap. But it was cool to really um, dig into his history and his upbringing. Mm. And part of me, like feels that that's my favorite interview so far oh, yeah. because I feel like what we did by creating that space for him is allow him to really tell his own story in a way, different way than he has perceived as a race director and as an athlete because he's got this image in the world of race directors and athletes as this hard ass, badass, and all these things, which he is all of that mm -hmm. also. Oh yeah. But the dad, yeah. the husband, the community member, the other aspects of his life story yeah. 
I was just like, what? Oh, it was very cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Wait, what's the uh, the thing his, he talks about his kids? He's got um, twins. It, and his whole story of bringing these girls up and yes. like that whole thing, how it went and how it's still going. Yeah, yeah. And how he is raising them. Yeah. Was freaking awesome. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's very cool. I mean, he does. And there's, I love how there's, there's no apologies. It's like, we're going to go out, we're going to do this incredible thing. Yeah. And what is it? A therapist or, <laughs> I forget what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's yeah. either, the, they're either going to be at a therapist at some point telling the therapist about this because they're going to need counseling. Yeah, right. yeah. Or it's going to be something that makes their, you know, lifetime yes. history book, so right. to speak. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so there's I a just, great story in there about him going to, um, was it Hard Rock 100 or Leadville 100? But he's up in the Rocky Mountains training for this high altitude race. And he brings them yeah. and they're babies in diapers. <laughs> yes, and his right. wife stays home because she's a professional and she's got a job. <laughs> so he takes them to do high altitude, you know, training or acclimate to the high altitude so he's camping with them as they're potty training that's right yeah he's talking about changing diapers at leadville <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it's fantastic i, loved I it. mean what is that oh. that is so cool because yeah. those kids just the amount of exposure that they've gotten to the real oh, world yeah. into the athletic world but just a different way to know your parent just oh, yeah. in a completely different way yeah. than is traditional yeah. And I think there's a huge lesson for all of us in that, that, you know, there's no such thing as raising the perfect kids or doing it right or all these ideas we have in our head. Yeah. If we are a, ter a certain type of person on the earth, in, you know, on the planet in this time and our life is a certain, our kids have to adapt to that. Mm. And that's how we will raise them to be their best human. Yeah. By us being our best human. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, she, he's he's taking the fear out of their yeah. future, right? Yeah. They're, they're going to have all they this. They do these crazy yeah, adventures. And they're going to be like, cool, let's do it. Like, whatever that, that is. Be yeah. it life, business, yeah, whatever. They're yeah. going to be ready to try anything. I love which that. Which that is awesome. That's something that, I mean, I he's, yeah, he's done right, for yeah. sure. <laughs> and then our number nine was Charlotte Brooks. Yeah, Canadian Charlotte. running series. So we were in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. um, spent some time with her. We got to spend a little time in Vancouver having some fun. So that yeah. was cool for yeah, us. Yeah, it was very cool. Vancouver's a great city. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then Charlotte, her, her story, what really resonated with me is how she was brought up in the company and in the sport, it was her dad and the family's very tight and all, it all revolved around running in the business and the mm -hmm. races and yeah. all of the things that they've done there in that community to grow this phenomenal. I mean, their impact is just mind boggling to me, the magnitude of what they're doing there and how she grew up in it. You know, it's like at five, six, she's putting the goodie bag stuffers and doing the pins. And then by yeah. eight or 10, she's checking athletes in yeah, to races, right. you know, and then yeah. she went off, went to college and then came back. And you know how she now is basically leading the company, yeah. you know, yeah. it's cool for me to see other lady bosses of that magnitude who are doing amazing things. Yeah. I feel like we're really growing the sport and changing the sport in a really positive way. Absolutely. But um, for her to tell her story to us and have all these weavings of people that have influenced her, um, and her dad being one of those, but a lot of other people too, mm -hmm. as a runner and as a, a boss, and in particular in this industry, and how she's affected the industry. She's got all kinds of awards, and she's just crushing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it was, and it was cool because she is she's a second generation yeah. you know, Canadian running series person, owner, yeah. you know, event director. And 
there's there's not there's none of that usual like I inherited this from you yeah. know somebody. She, the way she talks about it and the passion in her voice and her face when she talks about it, it's as if she created it herself. And she's and, and you know she's done a lot on her own. She's taking it's definitely it kind of evolving. To the next level, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's but, putting her flair. But she flare. she has that energy as if she did this all on her own, and yeah. you know it's it's her own baby. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty. I'm I'm look, definitely looking forward to the beer run. <laughs> I think that's going to be a we fun idea. We found she has a, yes. uh, like in for beer. Yeah. And then you know I'm working on this women's race directors project where we will get together and meet and have some time together and. Um, oh, yeah all of us support each other and have some business and have some fun and all that kind of stuff. And it's great. Cause so I'll see her again. from all these events that they're, they've talked about and the experiences that they put together there, there's definitely evolving the world of racing from, you know, you get your bib and you sign up and you mm-hmm. run and you get your thing and you walk away, away from that and more into the, the human experience and yeah. the, the enjoyment of the community and, you know, just vibing with these thousands of other people that love this thing that you love too. And you can hang out and party afterwards. And there's, there's definitely this, this awesome energy yeah. coming into these events. Yeah. So I'm excited to see, uh, see where all these people America take it. Yeah. Next. Yeah, absolutely. So then what's for us next? Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we just give up, right? We, we're done. <laughs> we perfected podcasting. <laughs> No, no, Check. <laughs> yeah, and done. Uh, no, you know. So we talked to these awesome race directors, and I think now we start we start chatting up with some athletes. Yeah, we move from faces behind the races. Yeah, um, which we'll come back and we'll do another faces Absolutely. behind the races because yeah. what we found is there are so many people oh, and so many faces behind them. And we know this because we're in the industry. But at the same time, like once we started doing this, we're like we literally met so many interesting people when we were looking through this lens mm. um the media teams that we've worked with oh my and gosh. you've been on these media teams yeah. like these people what they're doing and they're amazing yeah. and then if you think about people who have other aspects interplaying in the industry whatever that looks like the technology pieces of the industry yeah. the um you know just any little aspect that helps endurance sports happen and be elevated mm-hmm we got to start having conversations oh, yeah. with those people. Yeah. Well, right? a lot of these that we talk to afterwards are like, hey, you know, so-and-so. Have yeah. you met so-and-so? You've got to go talk to this guy. He's got an interesting story. So, yeah, yeah we'll definitely be back to Faces Behind the Race. Which means we're going to be doing a lot of traveling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But on our next series, yeah. which is the Faces of Endurance. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So yeah. now we're going to get into athletes. Um We've already started. Yeah, like we we've have. already got a couple in the can <laughs> that are do. just amazing. Oh, gosh. So yeah. that's where we're going next for our audience. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, telling the stories of the athletes. Yeah. Yeah. In a variety of ways. Sure. <laughs> we're and, and, not just doing, you know, if you're an elite athlete and you got a story. Right. Again, right. who is the human? What's the human exactly. story? How, what inspired them to get to where they are now? You know, the why. Why are they Why are they running across America, you know, Matty yeah. Gregg? Why are yeah. you this this Spartan just God who just dominates every yeah, single Killian. thing you get into, Killian? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's these people who, they're not just in the sport. They, they live, breathe, and dominate the sport yeah. in really incredible ways. And... Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting the the story behind their drive and their reasoning and their passion and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I'm, I can't wait to get these out. People are so that's where it. we're going next. Yeah, awesome. All right, and then so, what are your personal goals? I mean, we're closing out the year too, whew, so man, if you think about yourself as a dad and a community member and an yeah. entrepreneur and you know a husband and all the things that 
make you an endurance a- or endurance athlete even without the kettlebell yeah, that's sitting right, over there. Right. We're in your backyard right now. But what so life is an endurance sport for you, honestly. Yeah. But what are your health, fitness, wellness goals for the new year for you and your family? Yeah. I think for us it's truly um having them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we, we last year we uh, my wife and I did a, a pretty good job with the routine and going to the gym and meeting great people that way and getting our kids involved in a lot of sports. And you know, I'll admit it, the last four months it kind of fell apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got, got stuck. Yeah. yeah, you got you got the eight to ten hours a day, just kinda get in that mode and rut and you forget about all the all the other things so mm-hmm. um definitely getting back out and doing something even if it's just kayaking mm-hmm. you know in the bay uh mm-hmm. even if it's just a couple walks every night now i think we're gonna we're gonna try to do the 100 miles in yes. january you know yeah. for our hashtag we're gonna have 100. a challenge the yeah. 100 the 100 challenge yeah yeah 100 of anything so our audience will be challenged there too yep. so you're gonna sign up for a challenge absolutely okay. yeah yeah so so jen and i will do walking for sure so okay I, so you're gonna go for the 100 yeah. mile walk yeah okay. with, yeah with my ankle i can't really do a whole lot of running or cycling or anything like that but mm-hmm. definitely gonna walk um, awesome. so that, I think that would be a nice kickoff just to kind of get us back into the habit of doing something. Yeah. So not, not sitting on my chair. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not the hundred email. Yeah, campaign. Right. I can do that. <laughs> right. Or the yeah. hundred text. That's a day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of us are guilty of that. Right. Yeah. It, um, it's easy. It is so. easy to get into that rut yeah, and it's it challenging for all of us. Absolutely. Uh, we have a blog too. You can follow our blog on yep. Race Slow Absolutely. and we talk about these kind of things and our challenges and yeah. we tell other people's stories about how they navigate the space and yeah, and it's it's nice. Hopefully, so we inspire talk about some people. A lot of other things. So, so, what about you? I mean, you asked me the question. What's what's on your yes, agenda I'm for the year to come? I'm turning fierce at fifty next yeah. year. So I'm forty nine, aging up into fifty. Um, last weekend. Uh, no, two weekends ago, I just did a half Ironman with my son. Wow. So it was his first triathlon. That's fantastic. So that was pretty wild yeah. because I haven't done triathlon since 2011. <laughs> oh, no swimming, no nothing. I basically showed up and kind of winged this thing. I'm not going to lie, which is a terrible idea. Right. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was so fun to do it with him. Yeah. Oh, really, I, I really bet. fun to do it with him. I can imagine. And I obviously finished the race. I didn't die. So, you know what I mean? For me, it was a very good mental training exercise. Okay. All right. And so those are also really valuable things to me in terms of growing myself as a human being, yeah. not just an athlete and an ultra athlete. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, in January, I'm doing my first Spartan Super, so that'll be cool. And I've got a whole team from San Luis Obispo at Headstrong Fit that are doing it. Yeah. Very different group than I've ever been with before, and I'm loving that. Oh, very cool. Different energy, different vibe, different goals, um, all kinds of different workouts. Okay. Way more diverse workouts than I'm accustomed to. <laughs> so you guys are working out specifically to train for Spartans. Yeah, in this, right in now. This, in this course. Okay, so it's the Headstrong that. Endurance Team sponsored by Ray Slow. And what we're doing in San Luis Obispo County is we're creating a space for athletes to come together and train endurance athletes. But we will pick a different race every quarter. Oh, okay. So Spartan is the January gig. And then in April, we'll have slow marathon, slow half, slow relay races, 5K. It'll be more walking, running oriented. Okay. Um, probably in summer, we'll do an adventure race or a triathlon. And then in the fall, I will definitely peel off some people who will do ultras with mm-hmm. me because mm-hmm. that's what I'm ultimately training for. Um, but they will move on to do something different. So diversity is going to be the critical piece of this is that we're always offering something different. We want people to try new things. We want them to really not just build a better body, meet new people and have a great community experience, Mm -hmm. but honestly challenge your mindset 
I love challenge your limiting beliefs. Yeah. Challenging what you think you're capable of doing. Yeah. And we'll help you get there. So, so that's it, really our mission. And in the process, you're challenging yourself. Oh, you, hell yeah. You are also do doing all Listen, these things. Listen, lead by example. <laughs> you're right. Can, you're right? Yeah. Um, I also signed up to do Trans Rockies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so 120 miles across the Rocky Mountains in wow. the summertime. And that's actually the week after my birthday. Oh, wow. So that's wow. cool. And I've got some friends that are going to join me on that. And that's that's, a, that's an elevation change, too, right? It's not Yeah, just... we will be at high altitude the whole time, which is a challenge for me because wow. we live at the beach, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Um, I'll have to get trained for that. And then I've got some other things I'm kind of looking at. Okay that are in the endurance ultra endurance space like later on in the year but okay. for sure some long distance mountain biking possibly an adventure race and then just crazy shenanigans is what i call them <laughs> if somebody calls me up i just saw a good friend yesterday tom um who was talking to me about he's going to climb mount rainier oh, this year and i said well sign me up i really know nothing about it yeah okay i'm not even a snow person but i'm like whatever that is going to look like yeah a i trust you you're an intelligent human um but we'll figure it out and, you know, I want to be invited to that. Yeah. So I want to do cool things. And the biggest reason is I want to challenge myself. Age means nothing. It doesn't mean anything. It only encourages me to pay more attention to the details. Sure. But I go to the coolest places and meet the coolest people. Yeah. What the hell else is there? Right. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, what is actually else is there? I just don't even see on a life trajectory for me, mm -hmm. but for humans in general. Yeah. Yeah. Where else are the rewards? If we're not doing great stuff, meeting great people, what are we doing? And actually, in person, meeting In them. person, yeah. like the real deal. Yeah. yeah. We're going to look each other in the eye and we're going to make this thing happen. Right. Or we're going to connect or we're going to have a conversation or we're going to have something. Yeah. And in that something exchange, and that's what this podcast is really about, in that moment of storytelling and exchange and energy and all of this stuff, we're, we're changed. We will live, leave this interview different than when we came in. Oh, yeah. We will leave every experience. Today I was at the gym at Headstrong doing some different things, meeting with different people. I left that workout different from then when I came in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. I love it. This is fun. Yeah. Whew. So here we go, dude. Ready for the next 10? We're in for round two. <laughs> Yay, us! All right, there we go. Woo! <laughs> awesome. It's great. Perfect. Bring it back.